Hey everybody, welcome back to Torchlight Tavern. Today, I'm your janitor, because everything is a mess. And, uh, last we left off, our boys were in a school campus that is now trapped in a sort of extraplanar rift, while a bunch of other rifts are appearing and causing all sorts of trouble, and we left them trapped in the teacher's lounge, sort of, like the teacher's whole living quarters area. But, for now, we're going to talk about the people in our party. Who's up first? It would be Roy, who is stuck in rifts on rifts on rifts. And we'll hopefully be getting out of that. But those sick rifts. Yes, many rifts. But next is I like sweet Sp- child of mine. Eh. It's you, Strana. Uh, uh what? What? Or No, I'm I'm going to go back to sleep. It's it's buff though. It's buff. You know, just very just Gotta get those spell slots back. Gotta get those spell slots back. <laughs> exactly. And to his over here ways is Mitch, the guy who plays Bruce and Barry and Granlin and that other guy and that one guy from that one thing. You don't know that though because we never released it. But if you buy Patreon, maybe we will. Who knows? And uh, of course, there's your good buddy Jeff. Here playing as the gentleman, the skeleton, Mr. Grimm. There goes the hat. And, as always, I'm not satisfied with this fucking plane. He needs the Snickers. Yeah. They do say Snickers satisfied. Yeah. Fuck you. Whoa, bro, calm down. I want to remind everybody to like... (laughs) And review us on Spotify or iTunes or whatever you use to listen to us, because that really does help us grow. It helps us find more viewers and torture them the way we torture you. Yes, helps quite a bit. All right, so, like I said last time we left off, first of all, your bag of holding exploded. So if you have a bag of holding, that shit is blocking a doorway that stopped a bunch of demons from tearing your faces off and forced you guys deeper into the labyrinth that is the teacher's quarters. Dylan was sort of leading the way, and then Daedalus kind of took over, told everyone to relax. Things have gotten very unchill. Also of note, you guys heard the sound of the tower, which is an extra planar space. And after your bags of holding broke, you realized that you had put extra planar spaces in extra planar spaces, which they don't like if you play D&D. So they all kind of popped. So it's a good chance that something has gone wrong with the tower, though you haven't seen it. And you guys were in a hallway after getting Jeff's character back, and Daedalus had kind of forced you guys to take a long rest. And that's important because you guys get all your shit back, because you took a long rest. We don't have Randall today, so Dylan's character, while you guys were asleep, is not there when you wake up. Typical. Yeah, I mean, you never know with him. He is hot-headed and always on the go. He's got things to be and places to do. What, what's been going on? Ah, shit. It woke up. Yes, it was a very nice nap. I'll have you know. Yeah, you're a lazy ass, I'll have you know. Having me carry you and your shit all over the damn place. Uh, who took my bag of holding? 
about that. <laughs> and Bruce tells you what happened to your bag of holding. <laughs> Nuh-uh. I'm going to let somebody else hand off that bomb. All right, Daedalus tells you about your bag of holding. Oh, well. Is there anything Strana that Bop would need from that? My 30 gold. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Very important. Hang on. I did find a wallet with 30 gold in it, but there wasn't any gold. I see. Was it just the outline of the gold? Mm -hmm. Just imprinted Mm -hmm. in leather, perhaps? Yeah, because it has never been taken out of the wallet. Ever. <laughs> if anybody dropped a sack of 30 gold, I found the sack. But not the gold. With specifically 30 gold. That's how he knew. Uh. Mm. I see. So yeah, you guys get a full rest, get all your stuff back, and you find yourself camped out in the hallway because it seemed like the safest place. Daedalus doesn't know his way around the school ground. Bop, you might, and also Randall's character might, but as I said, he's not here. If there is anything important, we can say that you can go back real quickly and get it. You know, we really should recover some of the books in the library. You do remember that while the library is not in this building, there is a private library for teachers. How much has the campus changed in the last 40 years? Not a lot. So Bruce could have a generalist idea of the layout. Yeah, roll me a wisdom check. Let's see how much you remember. That's a thing I do. Yeah. That's not a thing I do. Nine! Uh, you, 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 you can't remember shit. That's fair. Bruce is old. You remember, like, that things existed, but not precisely where they were. It has been 40 years. Uh. So, starting out, I'm actually kind of picking up, like, toward the butt end of your guys' rest. You still need an extra hour before you get your shit back. Huh? Yeah, that's right. I'm good. No, you're not. (laughs) You do not run off yet. Because a lot of this starting episode, I want to do some conversations. Mm. Avila is speaking to Roy. You. Roy. Yeah. Are you awake? Somewhat. What's up? Thank you for killing the Vrock. You're you're welcome? I mean, I had to, right? It was going to get people. Yes. Me included? Yes, that's a, that's a good reason. But for the first time, you've managed to allow me to feed. I feel so good for the first uh, time in, in weeks. I didn't know you needed to eat. Um, I haven't told you a lot, Roy. Yeah, you, you could have, I could have, like, there's tons of shitty food at the tavern. Roy, I'll level with you. At this point, I have been weak, and I have not known how much to tell you. And you actually see, for the first time, normally you don't see her. Like, ever. Mm-hmm. Right? You just hear her voice in your head. Sometimes you can picture her. But this time, she says, but I'm feeling much better. And she projects herself in front of you. What color is she? She's pale. What? Pale what? She's like blue or? No, like white. She has white hair, solid black eyes, and her skin is nearly white as snow. Only Roy sees this, right? Yes. 
Congratulations, Roy. You got yourself Cortana. Yay! <laughs> I am Dovahkiin and Master Chief. And she says, Roy, I want to renegotiate our deal. See, you say deal, but I feel like this was originally against my will. So, yes, let's negotiate. Yes, it was. And that's why I'm allowing this. You've helped me a lot, Roy. And I'm starting to think that maybe I should tell you more things. That would be nice. Bring me up to speed before these idiots wake up. My pumpkin. So, Avil is going to bring you way more up to speed on the Warren Fay. She confirms a lot of the stuff that Grimm has told you guys. Mm -hmm. She tells you why she doesn't trust Grimm, because essentially he's on the other side of this war. Like, if you haven't figured that out, they're on opposite sides. Yeah. Also, she tells you that through your Fey Pact that she's she's negotiating, she was allowed a limited amount of power because she only had a limited amount of power. But as her power grows, so will yours. She lets you know that, Roy, the goal at this point is to try to get me to have a corporate form again. If I'm that strong, then I can truly provide you with more power. At this point, I live off your life force. Which is why if I die, you die. Correct? It's even more complicated than that, Roy. If I use too much of my power, I could kill you. That's problematic. Yes. So, the more things you feed me, the better. So how do I go about feeding you exactly? Like, if I wanted to go back and kill that fucking crab, I couldn't just give you that? (laughs) Tacos, Roy. I've been in a lot of relationships, and let me tell you, the answer is tacos. Just give her lots of tacos. You're asleep. Shut up. (laughs) She says, the crab would not be a life force that it would even register. The stronger the being, the better it would be. He seems kind of strong for whatever reason. (laughs) He's unkillable. So like two crabs. Two crabs. She says, the stronger the being, the better. The Vrock was quite powerful, and that has given me a charge that feels so good. I am not able to manifest yet, but it's a start. Also, if you use my powers to kill them, that will help. Or the sword that I've provided you, the one that you have augmented with Canton's rapier. Okay, so we still need to go and get the stuff from the ship, correct? Do we even know what's on there that you left, other than the box? It's a compass. And the compass will take us to the box? Yes. Okay. It will always point to the box. It is a compass that was given to me by my lady Maeve, and it helps you find the mantle. So now that you have... Fed, I suppose. Are you able to sense it at all? Do you know where it might be? No. But it is most likely still with the ship. If it's not with the ship, then I imagine one of the teachers has somehow procured it. I saw several of the artifacts from the ship in Quark's office, but there's no telling if any of the other teachers have taken things. Once we get to the ship, are you able to access it through me? Am I able to access it? How do we get inside? It should just be an item. It was probably in the wreckage... That you found me in? Okay. Because I had it last, but my body was left behind. So, well, my body kind of dissolved. So, 
If I keep beating you, you should be able to make yourself a new body? Potentially, yes. Okay. Anything else I need to know? I think that we'll cut away from you, because yeah, she's got stuff to tell you. Alright. Strana, you wake up, because Daedalus is administering aid to you. (laughs) All you're complaining about, where's your shit? Daedalus is telling you what has happened. He's like, hey, Bob, how's it going, man? Daedalus, what what are you doing here? Uh, I I got called. Uh, When demon portals open up, typically the first call is supposed to go out to the Church of Newman. All the churches, really, but I was already heading here when the call went out. Okay, well, granted that, but, uh, what? No. Where, where's, where's, where's my bag? Uh, well, they, I think the conjurer dude, he did something kind of slapdash to kind of protect the rest of the city. But it created an extra planar space that wasn't properly bound, and all other extra planar containers seem to have broken. Oh, yes, that would do it. I lost 30 gold. I don't know what the limit is. Oh, Bob. By the bull hairs of my ancestors, why? So there is one other extra planar space that we didn't talk about, and I don't really want to break it for you. So I'm going to tell you that your Dorvin made shit has somehow survived, because I gave you the extra planar workshop. He's like, so yeah, if you need anything, we can try to go back, but I don't recommend it it's potentially dangerous to head back there because last time we saw all our stuff it was the only thing keeping a giant pile of extra planar demon creatures from eating all our faces well you know one thing we should probably go back for as i wait no i i remember don't we but there's no there's there's a private library nearby i just need to get into it just for a bit okay what what'll that do like what are you looking for a wizard is like a man that must have many knives, except in this case, spells. I could definitely use some more spells. Yeah, okay. No, I like that. We do need to uh, consolidate our power, so to speak. We don't know if any help is coming. We don't know if this man has closed us off from the outside world, so we need to take it slow and carefully, and that's a good start. Let's go find some helpful things. You know where this library might be? Yes, it's, uh, it's down this way. Okay. He pats you on your leg, and he says, Finish resting, though, and we'll move out soon. Let me go talk to the others and see how they're doing. I had healing potions, but they broke when everything kind of went poof and boom. Ah, very well. So I'm using up what little healing I've got, and then just give me a moment to rest, too, and then we'll move on. Ah, very good. I'll I'll take account of what I have, then. All right. Is there anything else that you want to say to anybody, Strana? Is there a character you want to talk to? I poke Barry. Oh, about that. Because we've rested a few hours, and that spell needed to be re-upped every day by the Hobgoblin. I have Bruce back. Everybody, we need to take a moment to say goodbye to Barry. Oh. Oh. Missy Bear. No. Oh, Missy Bear. As Barry slowly transforms back into Bruce, and the illusion magic fades away, leaving the, the gray man that we all know and love back among you. Was Daedalus aware? Or does this come as a shock to him? I was pretty sure that everybody kind of filled him in on that. Also, you sound like you, so Daedalus is not an idiot. I mean, didn't hide it. (laughs) I also think that Ryan has this new habit that we all love of just blurting out things that are important. (laughs) (laughs) 
Daedalus just sort of is coming up to check on you, Bruce, and he's like, oh, shit, I guess uh, that wore off. What's up, Bruce? How are you feeling? You hurt? Yeah, uh, of course I'm hurt. All right. You got a full rest. He doesn't need to heal you, but he does, like, bandage anything up on you. He's kind of checking on everybody. Hey, man, you want to fill me in on what's going on with everybody? Like, what's what's happening here? I Do I look like I know? It's some fucking magic shit. All little people doing all little people stuff. I don't know. I'm just here to, to help out. Dalis kind of looks you dead in the eyes like, that's not really what I asked. I asked you to fill me in on everybody you're hanging with. Is there anything I need to know? Bruce just surveys the room. There's like four of us. You got eyes. I don't know. What do you need to know? So, you know, it's my job to keep an eye out on dangerous artifacts, warlocks, demons, and you guys trigger like all three of those things, but I haven't said anything. Hey, Deadless. Hey, Roy. He waves back. Oh, Roy's awake. Yeah, what do you want from me? I happen to have an artifact that I don't want, and I ain't caused no trouble with it. No, you're not, but I just wanted to check in, man. Why, why are you so defensive? Maybe if y'all would get out of my shit for like two fucking minutes, I wouldn't be. Right. Uh, okay, you, you good then. I'll, uh, I'm gonna go check in on the others. Of course I'm good. I'm always good. Grumpy. So, Evan... And Mr. Grimm are sitting off to the side. Evan, it is quite good to see you. You too, Lord Grimm. Uh, it's been... Jeez. It's been... You've been missing for months. It's been months. Shit, it has been months. How does Evan know what months are? Evan is human. I'm surprised you remember that. What months, sir? It's been <laughs> quite some time, but you don't forget everything. Fair enough. I've gained a deeper concept of this recently. How long have you been here? You, you said months? Do you understand time, Grim? I tried it. I didn't want to teach you because I didn't need the headache. Yes, there was a priest of a certain religion. They've been quite a useful tool here. He explained to me the process of time. In fact, I look up. There is no sun because you're in a building. Well, it's hard to tell time in a building. <laughs> but if I had to guess, it's midday. He just looks at, like, a fucking clock on the wall because we're in a wizard's college. Why not? And he's like, close enough. <laughs> I look at the clock. Ah, I see. Yes, the mages and the tinkerers can make interesting things. It'll tell you what time it is. I make a middle note of exactly what time it is. Okay. But that's beyond the point. Time is useful here, but useless everywhere else. So what happened to you? Where did you go? Well, you see, Evan, I was... Uh, Minding my own. Walking through the forests of autumn. And the next thing you know, I was here. It was not what I would call pleasant. So you have no idea? 
None at all. Perfect. What I can tell you is that it has something to do largely with the fact that another set of Fae and an entire ship from Fae made it here. Truly. Onto the mortal plane. So... I think more time has gone by in Fae than has gone by for you, Lord Grimm. Make me a breft. I told you earlier the war has not been going well. Um, Go on. The Raven King has... He's gone completely missing and it is likely he's dead. Mm. No one has seen or heard from him in months. Soon after you left, he went to battle some heroes and he didn't come back. That is a shame. Since then, what's left of his forces, we've been hiding in the Forest of Autumn, um, skirmishing. But the truth is, there's not a lot of fight left in many of the Wood Elves that were under your control. It might be time to accept the fact that we are losing this war. Yes, well, it is understandable that every side that I'm on may not be the winning side. But worry not, Evan. I always win in the end. It's good to hear, Lord Grimm. And in order to help that, I have brought you a few of your effects that you seem to have left behind. And he kind of reaches into his coat, and he pulls out a tightly wrapped bundle that he hands over to you. Ah, I have been missing these. So, go ahead and add, we talked about you've taken levels in Ranger. We're giving you the Mithril Chain shirt and the item that we have forgotten to mention, but we totally did talk about a long time ago, which is a broken sword blade. Ranger Grimm. So, I take it, and I look over at everyone else. The fuck you looking at? Roll a stealth check. Roy notices that Bruce is back to Bruce, and internally... Troy sheds a tear for Barry. <laughs> Troy does? Yes. Yeah, the, the being that is Troy, his good buddy, Barry. They were truly uplifting times. Mm. <laughs> I saw what you did there. Nat 20 on my stealth roll. All right. Well, that's good, because Daedalus rolled real well, and he's rolling up on you. He catches you putting on, like, your chain shirt, and kind of putting your suit back on. Yeah. And he's like, hey, how's it going, uh, fucking freaky dead fey dude? Mr. Grimm, look, do, do you have a moniker? Is it just Gentleman Grimm? It is Mr. Grimm. Mr. Grimm. The Gentleman Skeleton, Mr. Grimm, yes. Yeah, sorry, you kind of freaked me out. Uh, do you have a first name, or am I just supposed to call you Mr. Grimm? You refer to those who are your better as Mr. So Daedalus takes a step back, looks at you and Evan, and he's like, how does one determine one's betters? It's simple. I am better than you. Take your word for that. Uh, you're very hostile. I'm not going to heal you. You're rude. Fair enough. <laughs> he kind of like just nods at Evan, and Evan just gives him like this quiet, like, 
yeah, that's the guy, kind of nod. <laughs> <laughs> when your boss is being an asshole and you look at the secretary and the secretary just mouths like, sorry. <laughs> Not quite. It is very much like Evan is supporting him, but it is very much like, yes, this is the way things are. <laughs> I will tell you this, Daedalus. Your religion is hooey. Your plane is bullshit. But you, I respect you. All right, that's Mr. Daedalus, just so we're clear. Is Daedalus your last name? (laughs) (laughs) Bruce erupts into big stupid laughter in the background. Daedalus says, I I don't have a last name. Roy makes a mental note of this entire conversation. That's unfortunate, which proves I am your better. One day, you may get an opportunity to know my full moniker, but I will guarantee you this. It is not something to look forward to. And then I turn my back. You know what? You'd be surprised what I look forward to. Anyway, is your friend hurt? Uh, what was your name? Evan looks at Daedalus and says, Oh, good. Someone with some manners. Yes, my name is Evan Mir Avalante. Nice to meet you, Mr. Daedalus. Evan does lean over to Mr. Grimm and he's like, um, Lord Grimm, should I be referring to everyone as Mr.? now? Because you have repeatedly told me that everyone is better than me. Not most of these trash. Good to know. (laughs) So Daedalus comes up to Roy, and Avil, who's been telling you a few things, she kind of goes back inside you, because Daedalus kind of replaces her in your field of view. He's like, hey Roy, how you doing, man? You healed? Yeah, how you feeling? I'm feeling alright, thanks, Mr. Daedalus, I guess. No, don't don't worry about that, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm good, man. Oh, that's good. How's your mouse? Chilling. Back in my pocket where he should be. And he's like, that's cool. He reaches into a little pouch he has, and he pulls out a mouse of his own, because a long time ago, I decided that Daedalus was also an urchin. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hey, man. I, I didn't know you had a pet, dude. I would have fucking, like, and he kind of holds his mouse out to your mouse. I mean, yeah, I've got this here mouse. Really doesn't have a name, so he's just a mouse. But uh, I kind of keep him in my pocket for the most part because, you know, we've got a cat running around at the tavern now. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and a crab. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's like, oh, yeah, no, man. I mean, they can fend it for themselves, all right, because they're sneaky. But, uh, yeah, so where'd you pick yours up? I don't know. It was kind of just there one day. Like, in my bed with me. It was kind of weird. And you just... You just kept it? Yeah. I was alone, and then suddenly there was a mouse, and then... Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. You feed him, and you keep... like That's a pet. You know, you know what a pet is? Yes, I know what a pet is. Okay. Is that all, Daedalus? I just thought we had something caught. Never mind, man. You're good? (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. I appreciate you checking up, I guess. Yeah, so who were you talking to a second ago? Myself. Uh. I like to go over things in my head, you know? Sometimes I tend to say it out loud. I apologize. If you've been alone for as long as I have, you tend to talk to yourself a little bit. I'm not crazy. (laughs) 
I'm trying to figure out at what point a bluff check would be necessary for any of that. It might not be a lie. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> All right. He's just spineless. You are only spine. Better than not having one, you invertebrates. We'll be sure to take yours later. Good fucking luck. This is like, so yeah, I'm just checking up on everybody. Once we get rested, we're going to move out. Bop has an idea to get us some more firepower on his end and maybe ours because he knows this building a little better than the most of us will. I'm level with you. We are in deep shit. He kind of turns to everybody. He's like, we're in a bad situation, guys. We don't know if help is coming. We don't know if we can get home. We are surrounded by potential enemies. We don't know what's going on. We need to take this slow, carefully, and work as a team just to survive. Like, I'm supposed to keep an eye on you guys. That's why I came here first, because I knew that your shit was going down. I found Mr. Grimm's hand and knew that you guys were up to something again. And so I'm the first here, which means I've beaten other paladins. But if other paladins find you, they might treat you the same way that we're going to treat these demons out here. Do you understand? They can try. Bruce, they will. <laughs> Good fucking luck. Roy manifests Kenton's rapier and he says, let him. Okay. I like the energy. Well, I don't, but it's necessary. Uh, keep that energy. It'll maybe help us survive. Where's Dylan, by the way? Wait, what? And he looks around and he just notices that Dylan is gone. He's like, what the fuck? Okay. Aren't you just checking up on all of us? Wasn't he on watch? Well, I i mean, last I saw, he was mostly healed. I was going to check on him last. He was on watch. Anyway. Who watches the watcher? So, secondary option. We do need to find that guy, because he might be in trouble. We don't know where portals can or won't open up. He might have fallen out of fucking existence, for all we know. So, we might have to save Dylan now. I'm used to that. This makes me very nervous. Don't worry, I got it. Anyway, as he kind of moves forward to get everybody back up on their feet and get moving, Avil says one more thing to Roy. He's like, what do you think of this man Daedalus? He seems alright for the most part. Helpful. If not a bit awkward. He's a master manipulator. Is he? Yes. I mean, he gets what he wants from the people around him. That's a very good ability. He's nice. It's really all it takes for the most part. Avil gets very quiet. She's like, nice is just a manipulation, Roy. Your head lady's got the hots for your armor, man. All right, he gets you guys up, and he kind of looks to Bop. He's like, so Bop, yes. where to, man? Uh, honestly, I don't even know where to start with where Dylan went, so I think we should just go with what you're doing. Dylan knows his way around here, too, so in mm. theory... We'll meet up with him at some point, probably. He'll be fine or he won't. Yes, let's go this way. I point the direction, and I go. Alright, so you know that there is a teacher's lounge with sort of private bookshelves of a lot of the teachers, and it's not far from where you guys are at. You take people down a few halls, uh, a few left and rights. This place was built by a fucking madman. Like, if you didn't know where you are going, you'd be in a labyrinth of rooms and hallways. It's a government building. And you guys find yourself outside a door that reads teacher's lounge. Ah, yes. If I remember right, it's right through here. Wait, hang on. We're in the Mage's College. Does the door literally read that? Does it say that to us as we get to it, or is it just a sign? High or low? High. It does. It says that to you. It reads Teacher's Lounge. Sweet. You come to the door, and the door is ajar, and you guys hear the sound of fire crackling, 
and lots of tiny little creatures screaming in languages that you don't understand, because I'm almost certain you guys don't speak these languages. There seems to be some sort of battle going on in that room. Bruce pulls out his silver club and kicks the door in. Do I say Dylan? As Bob was turning around, putting the finger to his lips to go, shh. Bruce steps over Bob's head to kick the door in. Okay. Is Dylan in here? The door is kicked open, and inside you see, in the center of the room is a couch and a table with some seats at it. There's some books on the table that have been left behind. Across the top left near the doorway, everything is iced over and a portal appears to have opened up a crack in the atmosphere. On the opposite side, everything is on fire and another crack seems to have opened. And these cracks, you can make an educated guess, lead to the elemental planes of water and fire. Because there's a lot of ice and a lot of fire. In between, like across the top of the desk and... In this room, you see one fire elemental squared up against the water elemental on opposite sides of the room. In between, you see ten ice methods, ten magma methods, all in various forms of combat. And sort of right in front of the doorway, you see a steam method and a smoke method who seem less interested in the whole battle. And they sort of turn and stare up at you guys. And Roy takes the door handle and slowly closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> and is that the moment when Bruce kicks it in? <laughs> no, Bruce is already inside. That's how we saw that, is Bruce kicked okay. the door open. Roy just closes the door behind Bruce. <laughs> Roy still closes the door. <laughs> but they haven't seen you guys yet. There's just sort of this giant battle. In the back corner, you see this weird brown mold. It looks like there's a broken jar, and this mold has been broken open. And is growing very rapidly. A magma method gets tackled into it, and the moment the fire hits the mold, it doubles in size, and the method is extinguished. The ice method that tackled him cackles with glee and jumps back into the fray. Behind the mold, there is a woman in professor's robes who is cowering in the corner. Ah, oh, damn it! I opened the door. <laughs> Yeah, so are the smoke and steam methods corporeal? Yes. Everything's corporeal, even elementals. Bruce charges in. You gotta roll initiative. I did, 18. Everybody else needs to roll initiative. We all did. I got 19, fuck off. Bruce doesn't do shit then, you gotta wait, bud. <laughs> I opened the door, Fine. 17. <laughs> <laughs> Grim looks over at Bop, who appeared to be the one directing us, and says, Is this where we need to go to get to whatever we need to get to? Yes. Specifically, I need books. So Bruce kicks in the door. You guys see what I told you. Bruce has initiated combat on things that are surprised. Bruce, what do you do? Bruce is going to beeline towards the professor. And I'm assuming there are things between Bruce and the Professor. Yeah, I will say that the Professor, you will not be able to get to in one move. That's fine. Because Bruce is stopping to maul things on the way by. Does a 16 hit? What are you hitting? The first thing he comes to. Let's say that's a method. It'll be a nice method. Yeah, it hits. So, Bruce rolls the first... 
Ice Muppet strikes it for 10 damage with his silver club, grabs it with his hand, and then while he holds it in his other hand, clubs it over the head with the silver rod again for 6 damage. It is vulnerable to bludgeoning, <laughs> so <laughs> you destroy that one. When the method dies, it explodes in a burst of jagged ice. Make a DC 10 dex. Oh shit. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not 20. Oh wow, yeah, so you throw that away as it dies and explodes. The explosion catches a magma method instead. So Bruce has sort of just leaped ahead of everybody while you guys wanted to try to take it slow. Roy, what do you do? You want initiative. I've been trying to figure it out. What's the closest thing to me? Closest thing to you? Like I said, there's a bunch of methods fighting throughout. The fire elemental and the ice elemental are moving toward each other. Like, they're just going to step up on the table, it looks like. They're across each other from that table. The bookshelves are currently where the ice is, but the fire is spreading across the room every round. That's for Bop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. All right. <laughs> Quick, Bop, cast Grease. <laughs> it is Roy's turn. Go, Roy. What is the closest creature to me? Oh, it's the steam and the smoke method, actually. Bruce just kind of ran over the top of them as they looked and got into the fray, but those two are both staring at you. Like, the smoke method is smoking a cigarette, and he's just looking up like, oh, fuck. They're going to attack. <laughs> they, they both turn and start pointing at you guys and screaming in their little fucking elemental language. Yabba dabba do. I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast at both of them. Okay. One each? Yeah. So let's roll that beautiful bean footage. You love that bean footage. It's a 16. That's a hit. They do not have high armor. A 16 and a 12. That's a hit, too. Dope. Give me that 10. That's a 12 and a 13. Which ones do you want to hit? Ah, they're the same. I'll even ask. Alright. Okay. Bop. Yay! As I said, there is fire. Also, roll me an arcana check. There we go. 21. You notice that after the magma method got just snuffed out by the brown mold, you notice that all of the fire elementals are steering clear of it because that is brown mold. And it sucks the heat out of things and does a lot of damage. Excellent. I use <laughs> these little bit of telekinetic grasp here to move a pound of it towards the nearest fire method. Actually, I'm trying to fire break. You use a mage hand? Yes, mage hand. Yeah. It's a good use of Mage Hand. Okay. Basically, down where I'm assuming that's a book on the bottom of the room, or one of the bookshelves. So you're trying to create a fire break with the brown mold from the books? Yes. Okay. Tell you what, let's see how effective this is. Give me an arcana roll. I don't know how else to do it, so. 18. Okay, which set of bookshelves? Because there's one to the north and at the back wall. Okay. I'm trying to block the fire. I'm not worried about the ice. The nearest fire. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. With a 19, I'll say you've kind of protected that bookshelf. Yay! That's an action, right, to cast Mage Hand? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You want to move? 
No. <laughs> stay in the doorway? Okay. Uh, it is... I just gotta poke my head in. This is as far as I need to go for right now. Bruce, continue your rampage. Yeah, I hit. They have like 11s and 12s, guys. I rolled an 18 and a 14. What is the next unfortunate things on Bruce's path? Unless you veer, it's pretty much just a handful of methods between you and them. There is an ice method and a fire method choking each other at your feet. Did you just step over the table? <laughs> over or across it, yes. Okay, so you're like in the middle of the table in the middle of the action right now. Yes. In front of you at the back of the table is a fire method choking an ice method. You can do with them as you wish. They both catch pipe. For 12 and 6 damage. Gross. Okay. That's not a lot, actually. Do you add anything? 12 and 6? Yeah. You can roll that low? It's a d8 plus 5. Wait, it shouldn't be plus 5. The damage? It's a single-handed weapon, is it not? Yeah. Don't you add plus 2 to that? Yeah, you're times? right, you're right. Sorry, it's a 14 and a... My bad. Yeah. Alright, so 14 and... Eight. 14 and 8, yeah. Okay, 14 and 8. Okay, so that'll do it. Do you keep moving forward? Yes. Okay, so you will need to veer around the brown mold. Strana, have you relayed the information about brown mold to anyone else? It's like, don't touch the brown shit. Yeah, which means you will need to go around it a little bit. No worries. So you won't be at her yet unless you go through the brown mold. That's fine. I'll go around. Okay. So you're just at, like, the back end of the shelf. And the brown mold is slowly growing. It'll actually block your path off in a second. Actually, hang on. Question. Could she make it past the brown mold with half of her move action? No, not at this point. Okay. Are there more things to attack between me and her? No. No, you're through the fight. Oh, okay. Eh, whatever. Anyway, Magma's turn. All the Magma methods go. And they keep fighting Ice methods. Oh, it's Grim's turn. Alright. So, I'll casually stroll in, see what's going on. Notice everybody's fighting. Wish that I could do nothing. Can I roll something to see if I recognize the drum mold? Roll Arcana, just like Bop did. Bop also yelled it out, so... Well, he said it was dangerous. Oh yeah, if you want to know exactly what it does, go ahead. Well, I rolled a 17 before any stuff, so... It's a brown mold. Perfect. It does a lot of ice damage. Okay. I see that we're fighting... Two things with, uh, internal... With body heat, so... I could... Doesn't touch Maybe me. say it won't affect you. Yeah. High or low? High. It don't affect you. Perfect. So I don't have to worry about the brown mold, but Bob had a great idea of moving it with Mage Hand. And since I know it's going to be very efficient in killing these little flamey things, I cast Mage Hand and <laughs> just throw it on one of the fucking the magma methods. Okay, roll me a spell attack, I guess. What's the modifier to a spell attack? Any of your spells would roll a spell attack. It's the same as anything you've got. It should be um, your the charisma bonus. Okay. Plus your proficiency bonus. Okay. Yeah, that's the six then. Okay. Oh, that's a fucking shit roll. Not any, not anymore. Bin luck. Not bin luck. Tides of What are you trying to hit? Just one of the methods. I would not waste your bin luck on that. Okay, fine. Like, honestly, what did you roll? It's a ten. Uh, I mean, you're one off. So you miss. Like, legit, I wouldn't waste it. Okay, fine. 
I wouldn't waste an ability on a method. If you wanted to hit a elemental, because there are the big elementals. Okay, they're easier to hit? No, you'd still miss. Okay, well then... <sighs> but that's what he would use that ability on. Thanks for giving me that. Well, then I guess I'll save my Tides of Chaos. I could have used it against the elemental, but something worse might come on. So I'll just, like, throw it towards... I assume they're kind of bunched up. So now it's near them, at least. Even if I didn't hit them, that has to become a part of the world. Now. Oh, yeah, you could just, like, drop it, even though you, you threw it, right? Like, with Mage Hand? Yeah, well, I meant to put it on somebody, but... You could stay holding it. It's your call. If you drop it, then it's a hazard now wherever you drop it. Yeah, well, I mean, if I didn't put it on somebody, I would have meant to drop it on one of the methods. So now it's near okay. one of the methods. I missed by one. It's it's pretty near one of the methods. It's there, yeah. It's like on the table, just kind of plopped there. Yeah. So that's a fun hazard. And then, Evan, are these things humanoids or beasts? No. Good to know. They are elementals. I didn't know if they're classified. They're elementals. You do now, bitch. What kind of hunter are you? You don't even know what they're classified as. God. You don't hunt these things. They're, like, not worth it. Yeah. Hunting elementals would be a strange sport. I do that, and then... Evan, go. Make yourself useful. Evan's gonna jump in with his rapier, and he's gonna attack. Just kind of the first thing in front of him. That's what we do. We cut a swaft. Okay. Closest thing will be a magma method. Actually, sorry, the steam and the smoke method are still alive in front, so... He's about to cut a swaft. Okay. Does he just sort of step in front of his master? Yeah. Nerd. Oh, and he nat 20 that. Oh, wow. So that thing's probably pretty dead. Possibly. Roll. He hit protect. Alright, so bye-bye, Mr. Smoke Method, who is just having a cigarette, enjoying the show. He gracefully steps forward, just whips that rapier around, and it just disappears. Just a puff of smoke. It leaves behind a cloud of smoke that fills a five-foot radius sphere. The sphere is heavily obscured, wind disperses the cloud. So I don't see what the fuck that matters, but alright. It's smoke. Well, it's just the place that it died, though, which is usually not where you're standing. So, right. <laughs> but if there was a lot of them and it's obscuring, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. Couldn't shoot through it and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. It is the end of Grim's turn. Daedalus leaps forward and just springs off the couch over the table, rolling a twenty for his jump check. Slashes something midair for ten damage. So he kind of just wounds a method, and then comes up in a roll next to Bruce. Boss? I'm squinting. What? I'm just trying to save the girl. No, no, Mitch. Mitch is squinting. That <laughs> It took two full rounds to move that far for Bruce, who is three feet taller than Daedalus. <laughs> I rolled those. <laughs> How tall are you now, Bruce? Nine? Eight, five. Oh, now? I don't know. That may or may not have changed. The fucking fat lot of help you are. <laughs> Look, man, there's, there's giant stuff going on. Bruce is a static 8-5 unless I'm told that changes. 
Okay. All right. It is a lot of monsters' turns. So the two elementals, seeing you guys kind of murder their methods, turn to the people in the doorway. Evan is currently at the front of the party, right? On that end. Yeah, on this end, yes. He took the step forward and stabbed the thing. All right, so there's a fire elemental in Evan's face. We better roll high. Sucks to be Evan. What's his armor? <laughs> it's 18. His armor class is 18. He does roll high enough. He rolled a 15. Plus 6 to hit. Reach 5 feet. Hit 2d6 plus 3. Evan takes... Ooh, shit. 14 damage. Okay. Bop, how far away from Evan are you? How far into the doorway are you, Bop? And Grim, I need to know for both of you. Literally, it's my face is in the doorway. That's it. So Bob is not before. Grim, have you? Yeah, I stepped through the doorway, but not far. Okay. I'm definitely through it, too. The fire elemental is moving to a position where he can hit both you and Evan. What's your armor class? My armor class is now 13. All right, he misses you. Congratulations. Evan is on fire, though. <laughs> That's bad. There is an ice elemental moving to engage Daedalus and Bruce. Roll in the ice elemental! Says Bob. He just strides right. The brown mold gives no shits. And Bruce and Daedalus. 18. Your armor class is 18? Okay, thank you. He better not fuck up. So, Bruce, you're hit. Daedalus is also hit. Damn it, I got hit. And the elemental does a total of... 14 to Daedalus and 13 to you. Is any of that piercing, slashing, or blunt damage? No, it's a water elemental and it does bludgeoning. Hey, it does how much to me? 13. Heavy armor master, reduced by 3. Alright, so you take 10. It is top of the round. Mephits continue to kill each other. Several Mephits die. You said the smoke one was standing next to what? A steam method. A smoke and a steam method? Yes. They didn't pick sides because they're, you know, ambassadors. And the smoke one is dead? The smoke one is dead. So Roy points at the steam and casts frostbite. Okay. Mean. That is 15 con save. 15 con? That's a fail. What was it due to it? That's a nat one. Ooh. A numbing frost to form on the creature. 2d6 cold because I am level 5. And I believe that's every round until he saves, right? No, that is... It has disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. And I did 8 damage. 8 damage? My bad. Different one. That will end the steam method. Cool. He just freezes. He doesn't go anywhere. Fuck that guy. Where are you, Roy? Are you next to it? I am behind Evan and Grim. Okay. And Bop is behind me. Yeah. Evan takes another d8 damage, unless he makes a dex save, 10. Sorry, Evan. Oh, well, I think he can manage that. He made it. All right, he takes no damage. He moves away from the steam method. Cool. All right, so now it's... A lot of these guys do damage on death. I don't like it. It should be the magmas. Yeah, the magma methods, once again, we just continue fighting. Several methods die. We're down to about five on each team now. Bop. Bopadopolis. It's like, um, ah, okay. This, yes, this is definitely my path. I take several steps up to the nearest ice method. All right, that'll put you, like, on the couch, so you know. Roll to 14. 
Eight damage, Jay. Eight damage? Yeah. Eight. Eight damage to an ice method? Yep. Particularly? Whichever one was closest. Can I ask why an ice method and not a magma, seeing as the magma methods are the threat to your books? Yes, but I have brown mold between them and the books. So if they want to cross that path... You hit an ice method for eight? All right. Eight. Yep. Good. You got anything else? Or are you done? No, that's it. That's all you got, right? Okay. I'm being conservative. Okay. You also have a hammer that does a shit ton of extra damage, but... Yeah. Well, that's what I rolled. But I rolled like crap, so... No, you just rolled badly. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's Bruce's turn. Bruce. Behind me is a water elemental that Bop has warned me about. So, uh, does the 22 hit? The 22 does hit. Hearing Bop's warning, Bruce wheels around in place and smashes the elemental in the face with the silver rod. Dealing 14 damage. Then, Bruce uses his Battlemaster action for the reposition maneuver. Adds an additional 5 damage and yells out to the teacher, Come to me, we're leaving! Not without my books! And she is able to move up to half of her move action as a reaction to that command. Okay. She moves nearly in front of you, but there is some brown mold that she's like trying to nimbly get around without touching. The second hit does 13 damage. Alright, so they have resistance to bludgeoning as well. So he takes 14. What's the 5 damage? What's it from? Superiority dice damage. Okay, so I could have that too. Is the mold considered a creature? No. Okay. It's considered a hazard. Okay. Bruce's turn is done. Grim. Grim and Evan. Alright. Grim and Evan, the tag team that they are. Is he still on fire? Yes. How would one put out said fire? You would take your action to douse it. The thaumaturgy spell could work too, couldn't it? Yeah. Prestigitation would totally end the fire, but that would take his action. That would take Grim's action. Right. So either I take my action or he takes his. He takes five damage either way. Okay. I was thinking that would be like a save every turn, but I guess not. No, you can just use your action to like stop, drop, and roll, basically. But it takes you out of the fight for a round. You can either burn and keep fighting or lose a turn, essentially, to stop burning. I feel like to save Grim, he would keep burning. Um, I feel like to look good in front of Daddy, he would keep burning. I think that Grim loves his fancy clothes, and he learned it from this character. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. And also, Evan's not completely a slave. He is intelligent in his own right. He's a servant. He's going to put out the fire, right? He's done? Yeah, he's going to put out the fire. He's going to jump back so that he's not in combat. Okay. He's going to use the disengage action, keeping within the rules, to move backwards and then to put out his fire. Yeah. And he's going to put out the fire. Grim. How many elementals are there? There's just one fire and one water. One fire, one water. What's closest to me? The fire. The fire elemental. Okay. So... Let us... Cast... Slow on the fire element. Actually, it's probably the whole fucking room, honestly. Oh, up to six, up to six creatures in a 40-foot cube. 
You can get both elementals, honestly, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to cast slow on the elementals, and then... I mean, it'll pretty much hit everyone. How many How many methods are left? Five on each team. Okay. So ten. It says around up to six. So I have to choose six. Yeah, no, you can put that cube right on everybody but the party. Congratulations. Just yeah. the way everybody's kind of spilled out. And once they enter the cube, they're not slowed. It's just the six creatures that it is. Okay. Saves. Wisdom save. And current spell DC, I believe, is still 14, but I honestly don't know. I believe it's 14. That sounds right. The fire elemental is slowed. The ice elemental is not. About half the methods are. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you can move or you're done, pretty much. So, yeah, I cast the spell slow and go, ugh, bothersome. Daedalus uses his bonus action to try to force the elemental back with his shield, and then he attacks it. He hits with one. He does 14 damage to the elemental. Daedalus says, pick that girl up, get her over the mold, let's get out of here. Wait, my books! That's all the monsters. I'm going to say we're down to about three methods of pop. The ones that were not slowed murdered the others. So Evan jumped back. That puts you closest to the fire elemental, right? It would. Yes. Yeah, so. Roll to beat my astonishing 13. Yes, but he does have a minus two penalty to AC. Can't make more than one melee attack now. And can't cast a spell unless it rolls lower than an 11. All right. So Jeffrey. Sorry, Mr. Grimm. Your armor class is what again? 13. That's a hit. So he hits you, and he does... Wait, you put the chain shirt on, right? Yes. It's 13 now. It's 13 plus dex, dude. Hold on, hold on. It's 15. My bad. I wasn't looking at it right. Okay. Still hits, but now you know. Alright, so you, my friend, are on fire, and you take 10 damage. More importantly, your clothing takes 10 damage. Uh, No, on the next turn, he will take five damage to his clothing. Anyway, the water elemental uses Whelm. Hey, uh, make a DC 15 strength check, Mitch. Nat 20. All right. A geyser of water hits both you and Daedalus in retaliation for the water elemental being pushed back. You do not move, but Daedalus is pushed back behind you. As the water elemental basically turns into a wave, and Daedalus takes 10 damage... And is grappled. By the wave? Well, that's not good. Yes. It has turned into a wave and like it just covered you guys. Wait, the elemental did? The elemental did. Oh, the whole elemental. Okay. Heh. <laughs> Bruce is wearing elemental armor. You are unaffected because it just says failed safe. So Daedalus is wearing elemental armor. Daedalus is wearing elemental armor. Not sure how to help a brother out with that. That's, uh... <laughs> I'll get in a second. Roy! The magma elemental has been hit. The one that's attacking Grim. It's taking damage. Actually, no. No one's hit it for anything yet. That sucks. Alright, I'm gonna run at it and cast a booming blade. 
So if this thing is in shrouding Daedalus, does that mean I don't have anything to swing at? Or is it just holding on him? It's grappling with him. You can attack it. Okay. You have advantage against it. So is this a corporeal thing, or is it just a blob of water? It is a blob of water. It has resistance to most of your damage. 14 to hit on the elemental? You get it. You get it. Okay, cool. Are there fire elementals near Bruce? There's magma men all over. That'll do. That's 8 damage. What did you do to him? Booming blade. Booming blade. On a hit, the target suffers the tax normal damage, which is eight, and it becomes sheathed in booming energy until the start of your next turn. If the target willingly moves before then, it takes 1d8. Because Ryan was fairly new to 5th edition, hasn't played a lot of D&D, he didn't build his character. I'm using this little boost to Avil's vitality to represent the fact that we kind of restatted him a little bit. He picked a couple new spells, and he's more aware of the stats he has now, so... Roy is a fully operational warlock nowadays. Yay. Still got that rogue in him, but, you know. Still spineless. It's Bob's turn. Hey! So, did the Iceman fit in front of me even try to hit me? No, nothing has tried to attack you yet. Okay, so it ignored me? Good enough. Yeah, you're on the couch right now. I turn my head and look at our noble paladin enthralled in the fact that he's encased in a water elemental and laughing a little bit. As you look at Daedalus, you do notice that apparently he took your advice a long time ago because his armor seems to have a layer of cork in it and he is floating to the top. Excellent. <laughs> Bob! It's, it works, Bob! I told you! It was a wondrous idea, was it not? But besides that, here's... I start rubbing my finger a bit. I blow on it. And I cast Banish. Oh. Okay, what's the save for that? Charisma. Okay. You know what this thing ain't good at? Charisma. Charisma. (laughs) What's your stat? Don't even tell me what the fucking save DC is. It rolled a one. Uh, It rolled a two? It removes one from that for a total of banished. (laughs) Oh, good. So for a minute, right? Yeah. Okay. Up to a minute of concentration... The water just sort of fucking spreads out across the floor and immediately, like, sort of evaporates. And Daedalus just sort of plops onto the ground. <gasps> God, I hate water. This guy has a drowning problem. By the way, I meant to dash away from the elemental after I hit it. I am tired of being the overseer in this situation. Hopefully you're doing better now, boy. <laughs> you need to breathe. Bruce. <laughs> Evan says, needing to breathe is not a weakness. His inability to survive water proves otherwise. So the lady's like five feet from me, right? Yeah, she kind of came up short at the mold and is trying to tiptoe around it, but it scares the shit out of her. She obviously knows exactly what it does. Bruce does not. Bruce reaches over the mold, and he King Kongs her. (laughs) Okay. He just grabs her around the waist with this big, fat, meaty hand, throws her over his shoulder, and begins to leave. Is there something unfortunate enough to be between Bruce and the door? At this point, no. Then Bruce just leaves. Or, you know. Makes it halfway across the room. Yeah. Alright, Bruce is halfway across the room with the lady. It is Grim's turn. Grim is on fire. Grim takes five damage. Grim gives his cane a tap. 
and the fire is immediately extinguished. Okay, prestigitation? Yep. All right. Taps him on the ground, fire extinguishes, he groans. And then Evan, now not on fire, what's in front of us? The fire elemental is still in front of you, as well as a handful of methods who, honestly, at this point, are retreating for their respective portals. Fair enough. The ice methods are in full on retreat because they just watched their water buddy just disappear. Yeah. And then there's the brown mold. They were a glass of water with the little ice cubes, and now the ice cubes are leaving. He's going to jump forward and hit that motherfucking elemental. Or not. He dropped his sword. He rolled in that one? Yep. He tripped in the jumping forward. Oh, God. The deep fear he feels for lighting his clothes on fire again makes him completely whiff that shit. Stupid box. Daedalus uh, gets back up and just looks at the bookshelf as Bruce is leaving and looks at the elemental and is like, Bob, how important are these books, man? Uh, just a second. Let me check through them real quick. I checked through them really quick with a natural 20. You're mostly with him now, right? If the ice methods aren't fucking with me at this point, I'll just wander around him. It's not a big deal. Okay, yeah. You ran across the table to join Daedalus? Yeah. Okay. In that case, Daedalus kind of says, Hey, Bob, I'm going to leave you to save books. I'm going to go kill the elemental. And he runs back across the table to help Evan and Grum. Okay. I start pulling books off of shelves and looking at covers. Yeah, that'll take his whole turn. It is... The fire elemental's turn. Grim stands there holding his cane, looking nothing but annoyed. <laughs> so the fire elemental. The fire elemental does what the water elemental did. Turns into a pool of fire? Yeah, it enters your space. Okay. So he enters both your and Evan's space. Uh, make a reflex save. Okay. That's just a dex? Yeah. Yeah, it's just a dex. We don't have to those anymore. I fucking nailed it. And Evan fucking nailed it. Okay, that's good. You guys dive out of the way as it tries to enter your space. It is now Roy's turn again. There is only a fire elemental left in the room. Coolio. And he's taking damage now? You were the only one who's hit him. Did he move? Yeah, he is in your face. But he moved. Yeah, he moved in front of you. Good, then he takes damage. As long as it moved before my next turn, it took damage. Booming Blade, he moved, so he took 2d8, right? Yep, 2d8. That is 5, and that is 2, 7. Force damage. Alright, right. your turn. Thunder damage. Thunder damage, okay. And you said he moved? Yeah, he's moved up into your grill. I don't like that. You're the first one to hit him. Alright, well I'm going to point at it. And I'm going to cast Toll the Dead. It must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Aveal points at it. Yeah. Aveal points at it and screams. How much damage does it do? On a wisdom save? Yeah. 2d8 necrotic. Uh, it failed. Oh, hold on. And you said it's missing hit points. It takes a d12 instead. Didn't do it. 
Some mean fucking cantrip from Xanathar's. It is very mean. That's an 11 and an 8. 19 damage. Ooh. Damn. Okay. Bop. Yes. Preoccupied with books? Yep. Not this one. Maybe that one. Not this one. Not that one. Maybe this one. As you just see him going through the shelf as quick as he can. Okay. Will that be around? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm literally looking for spell books at this point, so. Fucking nerd. Bruce, you have a girl over your shoulder and... I turn around. You guys got it! What do you do, Bruce? You're halfway across the room heading back toward the fight. Bruce is leaving. <laughs> uh, Bruce walks out the fucking door. <laughs> and then Bruce sets her down and turns to enter the room again, but I'm out of movement action. Thank you! Uh, that's me. Yeah, that would be grim. Grimmy grim grim. Grimmy grim grim grim. I forgot I have this spell, so I'm kind of going to ask retroactively. Can I have used Absorb Energy to have lessened the, the fire that hit me? You could have. I, can I have retroactively done No. That? Oh, don't worry. I'll give you another chance. <laughs> it's most likely not going to survive my next thing. Because fuck it. I'm going to shatter it. Okay. Oh. I am in range of that. <laughs> Bruce casts Greater Death. No, Shatter only does a 10-foot sphere. No, that's just it, then. It takes up 10 feet. Okay, cool. It takes up 10 feet? Yeah, it's a large creature, so technically it's a 10-foot cube. So I cast Shatter on it. Do I need to roll? What does it say, man? I don't know. A sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from a point of your choice within range. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere... Centered on the point that makes a constitution saving throw. Con save. It fails. Okay. Well, looks like you're taking 3d8 there, bud. That's a 7. That's a 2. And that's a 7. So it gets hit for 16. Alright. Evan. I lift my cane and... Die. (laughs) And then fucking... (laughs) Evan gets up. Good work, sir. Is that it? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, is it going to take him his whole round to recover from his whiff? No. Okay, so he gets up, and he says, One more go, then. And on his next one, he fucking hits. And it takes nine damage from Evan's... Washing of his rapier. He comes in very smooth-like. Very pretty. Daedalus swings three times, hitting with each strike and doing a total of 17 damage. Lord. Sounds like he kind of rolled like shit. He did. Alright, fire elemental. Hey, Roy. The fire elemental has rolled a nat 20. I don't like that. Roll a new character. Luckily, the fire elemental is still slowed. So he has a chance not to actually hit you this turn. No, he, he still hits. He rolled an ass 20. 2d6. Okay. He can only attack once. Yeah, he only gets one attack, which is great. That does... He rolled pretty bad. 9 damage, and you are on fire. This slow spell was very solid in reducing this man's damage output. You're saying he hit me. He hit you for nine, and then you're on fire. That is 
an issue for me. Why am I always on fucking fire? You're never on fire. That's Dylan's thing. Stop stealing his shtick. <laughs> Deck save. For me? Yeah. It's a success. What'd you do? It's a success against 15? Yeah, he rolled an 18. It takes half as much? Okay. Hellish Rebuke. Oh, hey. I was gonna say, that sounds like a Hellish Rebuke lineup. Yeah, and since I am an icy boy instead of a fiery boy... It's an ice spike that comes out of the ground behind him. Grim's the only one who can see this nowadays, but you notice, like, you've always seen her standing out from him, but now every time he does things, you see Avil, like, standing above him, casting spells and shit. Half of 17, friend. Half of 17? Okay. Did Avil just give a fire elemental the glacial dick? That's gonna do full damage, rather than me do the math. Because <laughs> it's vulnerable to ice. Hey, that hellish rebuke was a reaction. Yeah, so it's your turn actually, isn't it? It is. Yeah, no, I'm gonna hit it with Cannon's Rapier. Okay. You can make two attacks with that nowadays, right? Oh, I was gonna. Okay. 19 to hit. Hit. And that's over 20 to hit, so I'm not even gonna bother counting that. Oh, you take 5 damage, by the way. You're still on fire. Oh, yeah. Are you fighting? 11. Through the fire and flames. And 9, so 20 damage. Damn, yes, I am. boy. Is it still up? It is still up. It has taken 96 damage. It is a tough bitch. It is a tough bitch. Mm-hmm. How much did I just take? 5? You take 5, yeah. Bruce. Bruce. So is uh, Dickwad still in the same position? He has not moved? Hasn't moved. What a douche. Uh, well, he, he's going to catch a big stick. <laughs> okay. Bruce does not speak softly as he carries his big stick. Bruce roars rather animalistically as he enters the room and swings on this guy. There's a Bruce standing above you, Roy. <laughs> like, just straddling a Roy at this point. He hits. I look up and wave. Bruce's balls wave back. <laughs> <laughs> Roy grimaces. <laughs> What'd you roll? 18 damage. Strikes him once on one side of the head ish region and then just brings the silver rod right back around and catches him in the same position with a second hit. So the second hit, what does it look like when you kill a fire elemental? You know, when you're at a campfire and a log's been burning. For a pretty long time, it's still a little bit too big. You just kind of take like an axe or shovel and just sort of break it in half and all the little embers crumble out. I imagine like that as a silver rod just goes crushing through its body. All right. So, yeah, the room's now empty of things and... Finally. Yeah, there's still a fire in the room, I should point out, by the fire portal, and the portals are still there. Can I put it out with a ray of frost? You can work on it, yeah. We're out of combat. I do that. I do that. Can I ignore the fucking portals because there's nothing I can do? Yeah, I don't think any of us can, really. Do anything about those fucking portals. It's at that point when Bop finds one of the books written by Nebula himself. It says, Ritual for Portal Closure. It's fine. Um, Bruce casts Greater Close Portal. Handy. Yeah. Which means he swings the club He hits it with the silver rod and nothing happens, yeah. (laughs) See, Jeff's on that. The woman that Bruce put in the hallway sticks her head back into the room, and now that the action is over, you all, all everyone but, you know, uh, Grim and Evan, 
recognize her as the mousy woman that Horizon brought to the king's dinner. She's uh, tiny, timid, and she says, Hi, hey, guys, Bruce, thanks for yeah. saving me. Is it clear? It is for the moment. Uh, have you seen a lanky-looking garden? You recognize this person as Star, who, uh... No, these writings are pure gibberish! Did you hear a book? Um, no. <laughs> Get thrown across the room. Hold on, I'm coming in. Bop. Where, where's Bop? Oh, God, she, she ducks a book. <laughs> what, what's he looking for? He's trying to close the portal. Anything useful. Anything and everything. Dirt. Rocks. Mutton. Hell. <laughs> so you find the ritual book that will allow you to start working and closing a portal, but you know it'll take at least an hour to do so. Okay. Fuck. Rock on! Short rest! It'll take you an hour to close both portals with just this book as your guide. Short rest, baby. Short... Except Bop. Fuck Bop. Bop will still benefit from a short rest. <laughs> oh, okay. You have to take a short rest between every portal? And there's two? That's two hours. Nah, for both of them, it'll take them an hour. Can us mages assist in this process? Well, based on my arcane teachings... Yes. No. <laughs> Bob says no, DM says yes. Bob says no, but you know better. Except maybe Roy. Roy might not know better. Roy has no idea. Avil says that we could, but I don't think you should. <laughs> she says you're not good at magic. Star, though, may. Star does start helping Bop to close the portals. I'll help, because I oh, know good. the cost of it. She tells, um, could somebody deal with the brown mold, though? Because that stuff will freaking kill us if it keeps growing. Don't let the fires get to it. God, don't let the fires touch it. I'm putting out the fires right now. I, I, I was working on a, on a piece of it when this happened, and then it broke. What do we do with it? Yeah, what do you want me to do with it? Just, just, pu- just push it to push it away from the fire. It's like, who did somebody have it in their mug of endless coffee? No, that would be insane. <laughs> what? And having brown mold in the teachers' lounge isn't sanity is overrated. and thank you again for following us on our journey through another episode of Torchlit Tavern. You've listened all the way to Arc 3, we hope. If not, you can always go back and catch up on what you've missed. First of all, myself and the rest of the members of the Torchlit Tavern would like to say thank you to everyone who listens to us. We love telling our stories, we love your engagement, and we love to entertain you guys, so thank you. Don't forget that if you do enjoy our podcast, please like us, rate us well, Share us. Tell your friends about us. We have no designs on any grand empire, but we do like telling our story, and we'd like to share that with as many people as possible. And you, our beloved listeners, are the gateway through which we can do that. 
If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or your preferred podcasting service. If you want to engage and find a little bit of extra interaction with the Torchlit Tavern, you can search Torchlit Tavern on Facebook or Twitter. And we have established a Patreon at patreon.com slash Torchlit Tavern. If you'd like to go that little extra mile for us, you can do so there. And we will kick back to you with monthly content updates. This could be anything from narrative expansions, world lore, or even just an insight into the characters of the world themselves. And last but not least, if you want to chat with, compliment, or ridicule one of our lovely players, you can find us at the following locations. All right, have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, at something something master on Twitter. And you can find me, Ryan, a.k.a. Roy, at RyanSCBSantos on Twitter. And I'm Randall, and if you want, you can follow my uh, inactive Twitter account <laughs> at Argo Omega, or you can just look at the Facebook, and I'll be there. This is Jeff, still playing the Jello Man Skeleton himself. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter that I never use at big underscore J underscore the bad man. You know, I think maybe I should have my own Twitter. You shut up. It's not time for this things. God. You can definitely find me at the Torchlet Facebook. I'll be there. No, I'll be there. Somebody will be there. And thanks for tuning in. Fuck you, warlock.